it's it's when our inner life with God is no longer able to sustain our outer work for God. Um, in other words, it's it's when we aren't caring for our own souls. We're so busy uh, working to care for others um, that we we don't have the the resilience to handle the stress of ministry. And so that that leads to just kind of having our personal identity overwhelmed by the anxiety of life and the shame that comes with that. Welcome to the Stream Roots Podcast, where you'll learn how God's unchanging truth can be applied in our ever-changing world. Through conversations with pastors and ministry leaders, you'll be encouraged, equipped, and challenged in your walk with Christ. Stream Roots is designed for pastors and leaders in the church, but is helpful for all people. And now your host, Pastor Mark Pospisil. So glad to have you join us for this episode on A Weary Leader's Guide to Burnout. With me is my friend and producer of Stream Roots, the John Blosser. John, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Enjoying a Topo Chico right here. Topo Chico. We love our drinks here at Stream Roots. Seriously, when is someone going to sponsor us with drinks? That's well, what I somebody know. from our church, uh, my church, brought all these in for me, so I was really, really gracious. It was wow. really gracious of them. That is, that is a really nice treat. Yeah. Yeah, today we have a special guest for this episode, uh, Pastor Sean Nemechek. Did I say that correctly, Sean? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yes. He is the West Michigan Regional Director for Pastor in Residence Ministries and a co-host of the Hope Renewed Podcast. Sean is a third-generation pastor. He served as a pastor for 18 years before joining the PIR team. Now Sean coaches pastors through ministry issues, conflict, forced exits, transitions, and burnout. Sounds like a lot of really great podcast episodes in there, by the way. He also consults with churches and leadership on sabbatical planning, work culture, and pastoral support. His blog, The Pastor's Soul, teaches churches and pastors how to invest in their pastor's joy for the good of the church. So, Sean, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Can you share a little bit about yourself with us? Yeah, thanks. Uh, Mark, it's, it's great to be with you. Um, yeah, my background is, as my bio says, it's I'm a third-generation pastor. I grew up in a pastor's home uh, with two younger brothers and um, lived in the Chicago area my early life, and then we moved to Grand Rapids. And so I've been in Michigan um, ever since uh, the late 80s. And uh, this is where I met my wife. I've been married to Amy for 25 years as of last July, and uh, we have one son. His name is Ben, and he's 21. Nice. Great. Where did you grow up at? What part of Chicagoland area? Uh, early on, we were on the north side of the city. And then um, from kindergarten through eighth grade, uh, I was out in the west suburbs, a little suburb called Hillside. Okay. I grew up in the south suburbs and then lived downtown. So, yeah, really, really familiar with all that area. I love that area. All right. Uh, let's jump into our discussion. I'm going to read for us from the book of Psalms, Psalm 73. Starting in verse 24, this is what God's word says. It says, you guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I love Psalm 73. It is a prayer of dealing with things that weary the soul of the writer. 
looking around the world and just being exhausted. It ends with this amazing prayer that though his flesh and his heart may fail, his body, even his will may fail, but God is the strength of his heart and his portion forever. It realigns the weariness that he's feeling with the one who never grows tired. I think we can all relate to the feelings of being weary spiritually, mentally, and physically. This is why we invited author Sean Nemechek to talk about his new book, A Weary Leader's Guide to Burnout. He defines what that is and the paths that take us there. He also paves the way to recovering from it and how to have resiliency against burnout. So we're going to talk about all these issues on this episode of Stream Roots. Sean, let me ask you a question. What led you to write this book? Yeah, this book comes out of my own experience. Um, I had a, a deep experience of burnout about 11 years into ministry. And um, as I recovered, um, other pastors started asking me what was different in my life and uh, began informally coaching uh, them as well. Um, and this eventually led to the work that I do now with PIR. Um, so when I first started at PIR, uh, coaching pastors full time, I really wanted to clarify some of my thoughts around burnout and what are some of the common things I was hearing, not only from my life, but in the lives of the pastors I was coaching. And um, so this was really a chance to uh, to kind of crystallize some of that work. And as I was writing it, I began to realize there, there's a larger application. This isn't just for pastors. This really applies to uh, Christian leaders everywhere. Um, and so I kind of expanded the book from there. But um, really, I wouldn't have written this book if it weren't for a couple of friends who challenged me to write a book on resilience and ministry. Um, and uh, their confidence in me gave me the, the inspiration to, uh, to put these words down on the page. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited about the potential that this book has. Oh, great. Great. So, so think about this idea of burnout. I feel like we use that word quite a bit in our culture. Can you tell us or define what burnout is? Yeah, we, we use burnout in a number of different ways, don't we? I mean, we, we get burned out on pizza for dinner on Friday uh, that, nights. That's or never whatever. happened to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I'm talking about is, is really more of a clinical sense of uh, workplace stress that hasn't been well managed. Um, and when I'm talking with pastors, especially, um, I say that, that burnout is the result of uh, when our inner life with God isn't sufficient to sustain our outer work for God. Um, so we I, tend to... Sean, can you say that one more time? Yeah, it's, it's when our inner life with God is no longer able to sustain our outer work for God. Um, in other words, it's, it's when we aren't caring for our own souls. We're so busy uh, working to care for others um, that we, we don't have the, the resilience to handle the stress of ministry. And so that, that leads to just kind of having our personal identity overwhelmed by the anxiety of life and the shame that comes with that. Um, so it, work, burnout always starts with workplace stress. It's, it's always, always comes from a, a dysfunctional workplace, but it's how we respond to that dysfunction that determines whether or not we will end up in burnout uh, for the long term. Mm. I like it. Uh, well, well defined there. So, so this book comes out 
of a lot of your working and coaching with pastors, coaching pastors through burnout, even some of your own personal experiences that you share. But is it is it only for pastors or would other leaders benefit from reading it? You said you kind of expanded it. What, what do you mean by that? Yeah, my hope is that uh, any leader would be able to benefit from this book. Um, there's a lot, a lot of things in the book that are written specifically to Christian leaders. Um, and then there's there's other things that are written specifically to pastors. Uh, but as I was recording the, the audio book for this, uh, the audio tech who was listening to me and editing uh, all of the audio, he says, man, this is great. I'm going to buy a copy of this book for myself. I'm learning so much. So, uh, you know, that's how, how can you get a better recommendation than that? Um, so, yeah, I think it's really for everybody, anybody who really wants to learn uh, how to be resilient, how to recover from burnout, or how to avoid it by uh, developing the tools uh, to be truly resilient. Yeah, I love that. And that's, that's kind of what I want to spend a lot of the podcast on, is talking through that. So so what are some of the factors in burnout? You said workplace stress. And, and can you talk about what that means? Like, how do we get to this spot? Because nobody thinks they're ever going to burn out. You know, I've been in ministry now full-time for mm. over 15, 16 years. And, uh, you know, I've never burned out per se, but, but close to being really stressed out a few times where you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Um, but you, you never, you never come in to the point where you think you're going to burn out. So what factors contribute to that? What are some of the factors of that? Well, burnout usually happens over a long, slow slide, uh, that, that takes place over many years. Usually, um, we make small compromises, uh, maybe fall into some people-pleasing habits, um, pull back on our rhythms of rest and uh, start working too much or um, working out of a certain level of anxiety or shame. Uh, we tend to, to begin to hide from people a little bit and, and isolate. But there's really um, four factors uh, that people can look at to know if they're in burnout. Um, the first is just there's a sense of deep fatigue. Um, this doesn't happen all at once. Like I said, it's a long, slow slide. But eventually they get to the point where they, they're just so tired. You know, a vacation isn't going to solve this problem. Even, a, you know, a few months off in a sabbatical isn't going to solve it. They need to, to refocus their whole approach to work. Um, and that, that's the only way to, to really deal with this level of fatigue. Uh, the second thing that uh, happens is there's a reduced sense of efficacy in our work. Uh, we may be working harder, but producing less. Um, it feels like things that we used to do easily uh, are now hard to do. Um, we're just not as effective in our work. Uh, and sometimes that means that things like uh, administrative responsibilities or or th things that were were small molehills for us before have become huge mountains to cross. Um, they're, they're really uh, hard to, to overcome. Um, the third thing is, is a loss of self. Um, in the, the, the psychological material, it talks about depersonalization, but that, that term doesn't really communicate well to people. Um, so it can be a sense of cynicism, uh, you can feel like uh, when you look into the, the mirror, you, the person you're looking at is a stranger. Uh, you've lost your sense of call in the ministry or uh, a sense of purpose to why you're doing what you're doing. 
Um, and connected to that is uh, just a feeling of hopelessness or a loss of optimism. You just don't know if it's possible for things to change. Uh, you feel like you're stuck in this place. Uh, so th those are the four categories that I look for uh, in talking with pastors initially uh, to see if they're burned out. Uh, but then behind those four are really uh, that workplace stress uh, and then kind of the spiral mixture of anxiety and shame that feed off of one another and really suck us down. Um, so th those are kind of the, the primary things to look for. Got it. So I have a question. You said you had, were burned out after about 11 years. Can you share a little bit about what yeah. happened? Sure. Um, when I came into uh, ministry, uh, the church I started at, there was a guy who um, did not want me there. And from day one, he made it his his life's mission, it seemed like, to um, to get me fired, to drive me out. Um, and that went on for 11 years. Um, wow. he, had, he had the ear of one of my key leaders. And so it was anytime he had a problem, it became a whole discussion. And really just became draining. I started to show up at church every Sunday wondering where the next criticism was going to come from. And um, on top of that, uh, my wife had a battle with breast cancer um, that lasted about a year and a half and put us in deep financial um, stress for, for several years. Um, and uh, I also had some things going on with my father that uh, created interpersonal stress there. And so there, there were different layers to it. Um, during the first six years of that, I was still going to seminary, driving 90 miles one way, two or three times a week. Uh, so I was overworking. I was stressed out. I was anxious. And because of all that, I was dealing with a lot of shame. And then... Um, then we, we lost a young woman in our church to a car accident. Uh, she had been in my small group, um, and uh, her death was really hard to take. And that was kind of like the last straw for me. It was at that point that I um, I just lost a, a lot of my desire uh, in ministry. Mm. Um, it, was, it wasn't because I lost my call or I didn't want to do the work or I didn't love the people anymore. It was just all of this anxiety and stress ha had finally built up to a layer where I couldn't carry it anymore. And there was, there was something seriously broken in my own soul that needed to be fixed. Um, all of that kind of came to a head uh, when my critic launched an all-out attack to get me fired that turned into what felt like a three-month inquisition. Mm. Um, and, man, I, I was in full-on hypervigilance mode, um, terrified we were going to lose our house. This is right after uh, the 2008 housing crash. Oh. So we were upside down on our house. Uh, if I lost my job, we were going to lose everything. Um, and on top of that, I really felt like there was still a lot of work to do at that church. I didn't feel like God was calling me elsewhere, but I was stuck. I didn't know where to go. Um, so all of that helped me to see I, I really needed to do some some serious work in my own soul. And I did a deep dive that year. I read 86 books on um, leadership, on burnout, on all sorts of things that I could get my hands on to help me figure out what was going on. 
um, and then from there recruited a team of people to to help me out. And it took several years uh, to recover. But uh, yeah, I thank the Lord that the Spirit showed me uh, what was going on in my own soul so that I could make that change. Mm. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, it really piqued my interest with your story. What happened to your critic? Well, uh, that all-out attack that he launched, um, the board decided that I hadn't uh, done anything wrong, and the guy left the church in shame, and immediately ministry got a whole lot easier. <laughs> yep. Yeah, get, get rid of a whisperer, right? And uh, Yeah, we, we, we had a lot more unity in the church, and things really took off for a little while. Man, that guy stayed for 11 years, huh? Wow. Yeah, it, it was a fight. Uh, um, and, and, you know, it wasn't like I was ignoring the guy. I was really trying to to find some common ground with him. But there, there was just something about me that he didn't like, and I could never figure out what it was. Hmm. John, have you ever been close to burnout? Um, I don't know if I've ever been close to burnout per se. I, I know that I've been tired in ministry before. There's been different seasons of ministry where, you know, sometimes you're firing on all cylinders and then sometimes it feels like, I don't want to say going through the motions, but like, you know, it's, it's a lot more challenging than it has been in the past. Okay. But I mean, I'm good now. Yeah. You know, just different seasons, ups and downs, hills and valleys, you know. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we all have different experiences. And one of the things I really like what you're bringing up, Sean, is just the inner life and um, of how important it is. And we had Scott Engelman on here before, but he talked about, hey, before you're a shepherd, you're a sheep. Yeah. And really just being connected yeah. into Jesus. And and that's where your identity is in. And that's where everything's rooted in. And, you know, you're practicing what you're preaching. You yeah. know, you're... Your your front stage is the same as your backstage, and just having that. And so, so I've learned over the years, and I, I don't feel like I'm a very duplicitous person, but just really pressing deep into Christ, and having that humility that hey, when I do make a mistake, I own up in it, but also just like also just trusting the Lord with these things and doing what's pleasing to Him, and 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 that's my motivations, right? Yeah, so. ministry is one of those, you know, one of those draining areas, um, you know, in a in a good way, but you know, at, at, in the same breath, you know, you can only pour out, you know, what you've poured in. So, you know, we mm -hmm. take that from God's word and, you know, you can, you can only pour out what you've gotten poured in. So. Okay. All right. Um, Sean, let me ask you this question here. You talked a lot about burnout. What, what if you're not burned out? Is this book for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one one of the things that this book does is it teaches us the things that we need to to really connect deeply with Jesus, um, to develop a sense of security uh, in Him and through Him, um, so that we can be resilient for really anything in life. Um, it's it's not just for pastors. It's not just even for uh, Christian ministry leaders necessarily, but every Christian really needs to have this sense of identity in Christ, uh, rootedness in him that leads to confidence, courage, uh, 
a sense of purpose, a sense of clarity in in, in what they're doing in life. And uh, so this book really helps with, with that in so many levels. And it also has some tools um, that really help us to um, to connect with ourselves uh, on a deeper level as well. Um, so it challenges, challenges us to work through some of the, the issues that may be holding us back uh, just in life in general. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really for anyone. Okay, great. I love it. Um, Sean, I, I want to make this into a two-part because I want to talk about okay. um, really the meat of your book, which is how do you begin to recover from burnout? And you really laid down a great foundational thing here, the, the, the why you wrote the book, where it is. And then uh, if we can have you uh, back for uh, part two and uh, to, to, to talk about how to recover from burnout, does that sound okay to you? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. Let me just sign off here and we're going to have a part two next uh, release next week for Stream Roots. And we're looking forward to having uh, Sean back on to talk through what, what does it mean to recover from burnout? What does it mean to be restored and to experience the depth of God's grace to to renew us? So let me let me just sign off here. Stream Roots is a production of Barnabas Ministries. You can learn more at BarnabasMinistriesMI.org. That's BarnabasMinistriesMI.org. If you find this podcast helpful, we encourage you to subscribe, maybe leave a review or, or tell somebody about it. It allows us to get God's word out to more and more people. And we'd be grateful if you did. We release an episode every Monday morning. Stream roots drawing deep from the living water of God's word. 